Shalom, shalom. How y'all doing? Facebook. I mean, I said Facebook. Shalom. How y'all doing, Anchor? This is Mr. Yasharal Yahuda Brian. Um, this is going to be a new episode, a new season, uh, I guess you want to say. Uh, how have you said? Um, this is going to be, uh, I guess you could say, insight on different historical um, characters or figures in our history. So with that being said, Shalom, let's get into it. Shalom, Shalom, how y'all doing, Anchor? Once again, this is Mr. Yasharal Yahuda Brian. Um, see, I thought I, I, I guess it did not save the last time I did this. So I guess I'm going to just go ahead and do it completely, all of it completely. Okay, so we're learning about Abraham... And Isaac, right? Before we get to that, we have to understand and learn who Abraham or Abraham is, right? Abraham. Um, a lot of people do does not know who he is. Um, I hear a lot of you Christians, y'all talk about y'all going to church, y'all doing this, y'all doing that, but you don't know who who you are or who you, who the people are, right? Um. We will do a segment on Abraham or Abraham completely. Just Abraham, period. Right? Because I honestly believe that there is something in that story alone that could potentially help a lot of Negroes, um, Yasharal, um, slave descendants, um, Yahudian, um, <laughs> And even though, now I'm just speaking about my people right now. The, for those who are, who are lost, who seeking something, if you learn who Abraham or Abraham is, then you 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 honestly, to me when I when I learned, I already knew who he was, but when I actually got to getting into the details about who he is, what happened from birth, the night he was born, all the way up until he was, I think he was what was that, thirty seven, forty, something like that. You know, when he got older and everything, learning about what 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 actually is a child in, in the Bible, a lad, a, 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 you know, what is considered to be all of this. Um, compared to nowadays, right? So, we're going to do a segment on Abraham one day. Right now, we're going to speak about Abraham or Abraham and Isaac, Ishmael, and Sarah, as well as Satan. So, we get into the book of Jasher, or Yashar, and get to speaking about Ishmael, when we first get into the book of Jasher, Jasher chapter 22, and it, it basically lets you know how Ishmael rose up one day, him and his wife, and basically they went back to the land of his father, Abraham, to uh, basically dwell with Abraham in that land. Um, give me a second.
Okay, I'll turn that down. Open this door up. Alright, kitty, I'ma sit on you. So, um, what was we saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, we start learning about Ishmael first. How Ishmael came back to live with his father. And how, um, when he came back in those days, Isaac was like 37. Something around that age, you know. He he wasn't he was not twelve, <laughs> you you know in the masses in these wicked people stories they tell you that Isaac was twelve he was a boy right and when we perceive a lad a young lad or a young boy we perceive him as someone who's between eight and twelve right well biblically you gotta understand. Half of your life is not 30, it's not 20, it's not, it's like half of your lifespan, your lifespan, half of it, you should be around 60, 70. You should be living to be at least 120. That's the, that's how long we should be living. And, and if you're doing right and righteously, then you could be living further. But 120 is our full lifespan. So that, that makes that right around 60 at our, at our at our half span, right? So now we look at 30 and we say, oh, man, I'm getting old. Well, no, not at all. 30, you just beginning your life. <laughs> Literally, you just beginning. Okay, so let's move forward. So we learned that basically Ishmael came and he lived with, uh, he dwelled with uh, Abraham in those days. And in those, in those days, um, where is it? Um... Mm -mm -mm -mm. Um, so we also learned that in those days that uh, when uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, where we at? Let me let me get back to my spot. Okay, so, um, where we at? I'm trying to get the... Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? So... Uh, okay, maybe I'm just try I'm trying to get this done. I'm trying to get it out the way so we can, uh, you know... It's two fifty seven in the at night. So I'm trying to, you know, get this out the way without rushing what I'm doing. Um Okay, so basically I'm summarizing it right now. So the next time I get on, um that'll be the two be continued because the next time I get on, then I'm gonna basically be reading, actually reading. From 22 to 25. Okay, y'all? So, um, summarizing. So, Ishmael, Isaac, basically in those days, um, Isaac was around 37. And in that time, um, that's when Abraham started teaching uh, Isaac the way of Yahuwah. And um, the same time uh, he was teaching the, the way of Yahuwah, he always, uh, Ishmael, uh, Ishmael was also still in there learning and everything. But Ishmael started boasting. 
about how he was 13 when Yahuwah gave the, the commandment to circumcise and, and, and how he gave his, 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 his life over to Yahuwah and everything. And basically, Isaac was like, hold on, brother. Like, why are you boasting? Hold on, let me, let me read that part. Cause that's, that's, it's a funny part. Listen to this. Uh, this is starting at chapter 22, verse 40. And Isaac, the son of Abraham, was grown in those days. And Abraham, his father, taught him the way of Yahuwah, to know Yahuwah. And Yahuwah was with him. And Isaac, or Yatshikak, I, I can't even say it right, right now, I'm sorry. We're going to say Isaac, was 37 years old. And Ishmael, his brother, was going about with him in the tent. And Ishmael boasted to himself, to himself, uh, to Isaac, boasted of himself to Isaac, saying, I was 13 years old when Yahuwah spoke to my father to circumcise us, and I did according to the word of Yahuwah, which was which he spoke. Now, watch this part. Watch what Isaac tell him. He basically says, um, hold on, let, let, let's get to it, to my father, and I gave my soul unto Yahuwah, and I did not transgress his words which he commanded my father. And Isaac answered Ishmael, saying, why do you boast to me about this, about a little bit of your flesh, which ye did take from your body? He basically told him, so you going to boast about somebody taking a little bit of your skin off your penis? Come on, man. That's, that, that's something to boast about? Now watch this. He's saying, concerning which Yahuwah commanded you. So he basically said, you boasting about something. That basically Yahuwah commanded you to do. You didn't tell Yahuwah you was going to do it. Yahuwah commanded you to do it, right? First and foremost, so why are you boasting? That, that's basically how I perceive that part right there. So I'd have been like, come on, man. Quit, quit, quit playing with me. Um, as Yahuwah, and then this is what Isaac said to him. As Yahuwah lives, the all you of my father, Abraham, if Yahuwah should say unto my father, take now your son Isaac and bring him up uh, for an uh, for an offering before me, I would not refrain, but I would joyfully accede to it. So when he said this, he basically told um, Ishmael, "Hey, if Yahuwah was to tell our, tell my father to come and sacrifice me." I'm not gonna refrain. I'm gonna basically go. I'm gonna tell it. I'm, I'm gonna be joyful because Yahuwah accepts me as his as a as a sacrifice, right? And, and not knowing that Yahuwah is listening to this conversation, by the way, Yahuwah is like listening, right? So check this out. Ah, uh, where we at? And it says, and Yahuwah heard the words of Isaac. Uh, Isaac spoke to Ishmael, and it seemed good in the sight of Yahuwah. And he thought to try Abraham in this matter. And the day arrived when the sons of all Yahuwah came to the place, came and placed themselves before Yahuwah. And Satan also came with the sons of all Yahuwah before Yahuwah. And Yahuwah said unto Satan, Whence comest you? And Satan answered, Yahuwah. And said, answered Yahuwah, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. So you got to understand, everybody thinks that Yahuwah and Satan are basically in a war. Don't get it twisted. Scriptures does say it's a war, right? But, let's really think about the scriptures and really listen and observe the scriptures, right? Because 
it took me a minute to understand when I was learning all this, but if you really pay attention, Yahuwah is in full control. Like, in full control. Like, I mean, like, he in so much control to the point to where when they say that Satan is at war with Yahuwah, actually, Satan is a faithful servant of Yahuwah's. Don't get it twisted. He transgressed and he did what he was not supposed to do. But, Satan knows Yahuwah can wipe him out with just a... Like, you gone. Right? You have to know this. So, Satan basically come up with this, with this scheme to test Abraham because after Isaac was born, Abraham basically, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't giving full attentive to, attentiveness to Yahuwah, right? He wasn't, he wasn't doing what he was doing before Isaac was born. So, Satan was basically like, um, where is it? Listen to this. <laughs> okay, so here we go. So let's go for 48. And I want y'all, you, you got to really pay attention to it. And Yahuwah said to Satan, What is your word to me concerning all the children of the earth? If you paid attention, what is he saying? He's basically saying, What is your report, right? What is your report to me of the children of the earth? Not, oh man, we at war. Um, well, I, I gotta get it. No, he he basically told him, I need. What what's your report, right? If he wasn't in control, why is he why is he saying what is? He didn't say, hey, can I get your report? He said, what is your report? As in, I'm in I'm in full control first and foremost, right? All the children of the earth. And Satan answered Yahuwah and said, I have seen all the children of the earth who serve you and remember you when they require anything from you. And when you give them the things which they require from you, they sit in the, at their ease and forsake you, and they remember you no more. Have you seen Abraham, the son of Terah, and who at first had no children, and he, and he served you, and... uh? Erected and erected altars to you when wherever he came, and he brought you up offering upon them, and he could proclaim your name uh, continually to all the children of the earth. And now that his son Isaac is born to him, he has forsaken you. He has made a great uh, feast for all the inhabitat inhabitants of the land. And Yahuwah he has forgotten, and Yahuwah he has forgotten. So basically. Satan is basically saying, you know, Yahuwah, you know, <laughs> when you give them what they want, they, for, they they basically forget you. They 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 put it like they don't need you. And your faithful servant Abraham, you before he had this son, he 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 was he was building altars. He was doing all this stuff for you, but now he got this son, and he he basically forsaking you. He's not he's not doing what he was doing before. So. Yahuwah was, so um, Satan was basically like, you know what, since you, th since you say he loves you so much, go ahead and test him. Tell him to sacrifice his only son. So Yahuwah was like, you know what, okay, bet that. 
So Yahuwah basically called out to Abraham and basically told him, if you love me, sacrifice Isaac. And we already know, if you know the story of Abraham, Abraham was a true faithful servant of Yahuwah. Right? I mean to the T. And it just it it when you when you really pay attention to the to the scriptures, you gotta understand Abraham or Abraham was so 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 faithful. And even if he wasn't doing what he was doing in the beginning, he was still a faithful servant of Yahuwah. So he did not forbear, he did not he did not withhold anything from uh Yahuwah. He said he basically said, basically he said, he basically said, I will do it, right? So he had to go talk to Sarah. And when he went to talk to Sarah, he basically, you know, he, he didn't tell her the truth. I won't lie to you. The scriptures will let you know that. He didn't tell her the truth about what he was doing. He basically told her he was going to take him up to a, a location and, and basically teach them some more, right? So he didn't tell her. Sarah being, um, um, a mother now, and Isaac is her only child, and not only her only child, but a miracle child, because remember, Sarah was barren, she she couldn't have children, and Yahuwah kept promising her this child, and and for years, she wasn't getting it, and finally Yahuwah said, bam, and it wasn't because he was, he was making them, he was being, you know, a dictator or anything evil, it was more so the fact he had to see he had to see where they was. He had to see who they was, right? So Sarah, this is her child. She's 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 very when Abraham tell her this, she she's she's down. She's like the she's like sad. She's crying. She this is my child. You know, it's so much to it, right? Remember, Sarah was old. She was old, old. She was already like ninety something when she had uh Isaac. Now Isaac is like thirty seven, so uh, 37 plus, uh, 90. I don't know how much that is. I ain't even lie to you. <laughs> What's not? Hold on, I'm not slow. That's 7, uh, 9, 10, 11. That can't be possible. I need a pen, a pencil, something. Uh, <laughs> I'm slow, slow. Either way it goes. So she already old. She's old at this point, right? So you you finally give me a child, and now Abraham, my chief, is telling me he's gonna take him off far from me. Now I can't see him, and. It's it's crazy because this is my baby. This is my, you know. And a lot of people don't really look at it like that, especially nowadays. People look at that, oh, man. Let him go. Go do this. Go do that. Not understanding that at any moment that child can be anything. So you have to really, first and foremost, be very appreciative of Yahuwah for doing this for you, right? Either way it go. So. That 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 next day she wake up she put she give Abraham, uh, Isaac the best uh, clothing and everything and she basically tell uh, Abraham uh, take care of my son take care of my child if he asks for something don't don't hesitate to give it if it's if she basically told him he better do everything Isaac say 
and Abraham in his old age, but this is his baby too, and Sarah, his love, and he was like, yes, baby, yes, dear, yes, dear, I got you, I got you, basically, right? So, Abraham basically get two of his servants. One of his servants was his 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 main servant, the the one that is, if, if something, if he didn't have a child and he died, this, his belongings going to the servant, right? The next servant, what a lot of people don't know and a lot of stories don't tell you. The second servant was Ishmael, Abraham's firstborn uh, son from Hagar, right? So they on their way, and while they on their way, Ishmael basically, they, they, they back off and he basically tell the servant, you know my father finna go uh, sacrifice Isaac, right? And you know when he sacrificed Isaac, Isaac go die, and I'm basically gonna get all his belongings. <laughs> and the servant is like, "What? You a fool? Do you not know you're not getting anything, right? If he's going to sacrifice Isaac, I'm gonna get all of his possessions. You do know that, right? He's basically telling him like, Ishmael, you tripping? Like, you know you're not getting nothing. You know you're not getting anything. So." They get to talking, getting to walking some more, and out the blue, here comes Satan. Satan appeared to them as an old man. He appeared to Abraham first, and he basically told Abraham, you know, it's not good for Yahuwah to, to request this thing for you to, to sacrifice your only son. Basically, he, that, that sounds evil to me. So, Abraham, look, he, he thought, low-key, he thought about it for a second, like, hold on, wait. Did you really just try to tempt me? So he rebuked him, like, Satan, be gone. Literally, be gone. I rebuke you. Satan left. Came back as the same old man to Isaac. And he was telling Isaac, like, don't listen to that fool. He's, he's tripping. He's trying to sacrifice you, and it's evil, and all this. And... Give me a second. So, Isaac went and asked his dad, like, Father, what is this he's speaking of? And Abraham had to tell him, like, <laughs> basically, like, boy, that ain't nobody but Satan. Rebuke him and go on about your business. Because Satan is, is, is not good. He's not a good being. He's not a good nothing, right? So, Isaac basically rebuked him. So, Satan was like, you know what? I got something for y'all. So Satan transformed himself into a brook, a strong current brook, right? And in this part of the land, at first Abraham didn't didn't, didn't remember it. So they they go in this water and this brook is getting it start off at their knees, then it come up to their neck. And out the blue, Abraham like, hold on. I know this place. There's no brook here, there's no water. This is dry land. So Abraham basically praying and say, Yahoo. I, I, I rebuke, and I ask you to rebuke Satan. So, Yahuwah, being the compassionate father that Yahuwah is, Yahuwah basically rebukes Satan, and the water, the land out of the, out of nowhere, it, it dried up, land dried up, everything dried up. Satan was rebuked, he was gone. So, they get up to the, to the mountain, and 
close to the mountain and they look up and Abraham look and he see the place where Yahuwah is guiding them and he say, Isaac, do you see that? And Isaac's like, yeah, I see it. And he say, okay, okay. So he turns around and he asks his servant and he asks Ishmael, do y'all see that? And they was like, see what? We don't see anything. So that was a sign to uh, Abraham or Abraham that they, they're not, that it, it wasn't meant for them to go. So he told them to sit there, be just sit there till we come back. So they get to this to the top of this place, and basically he built this sacrificing altar, and he's tying up bounding Isaac, and Isaac basically tells him father no 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 before that before that uh, Abraham asks Isaac is there anything in your heart is there anything that 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 is restraining you who he basically asking him. He he's wanting Isaac to say, "Father, please don't do this. Please don't." But Isaac says, um, "He's like, no, nah, there's it, it, there's nothing withholding in my heart and my soul. Uh, it's joyful for me to do this. I feel joy in my in my heart." So they get the, so he lay down and, and Abraham go to tie him up and stuff. And he tell he basically tell Abraham he's like. Father, bound me tight so I can't escape. So when you go to slit my throat and sacrifice me, there won't be no, uh, I won't be able to get out. So Abraham, hear the words of his of his son, and he, he, he tear up, and he's like, okay. So he tie him up even tighter. Now uh, Isaac can't escape. So he's getting ready to do all the the sacrificing stuff and everything and I want a lot of y'all to me it's the saddest thing because it's like I don't I don't place my child on this place and on this thing and you you telling me to kill him you telling me to sacrifice my only son right so um he's getting ready to sacrifice him and He's got the knife in his hand, and he's he's sitting there, and he's looking, and he's thinking, and he's looking, and he's he's crying, and they now they both crying, and Isaac like, Father, come on, just do it, get it out the way, come on, get it, get it out the way. So he tells he tells Abraham, I, I'm I'm joyful to do this for Yahuwah. Yahuwah has picked me to be a sacrifice. Well, one of the set apart angels go to Yahuwah, and he's basically like. I can't. Basically, he's like, "Hold on, now we let, let's talk about this." Listen, Abraham is showing you that he's he he's he's for you. He's showing you that he's not restraining or holding anything back from you. You are most compassionate. You're most favorable. Favorable. Your love and your compassion goes so far. And your your steadfast. Your kind. Your um. It, basically, he's he's telling Yahuwah, you you're you're great. You're magnificent. Please don't let uh, Abraham sacrifice his only son that you gave to him. So Yahuwah was basically like, you know what? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so he basically, he, he, he goes and he calls out to Abraham like, Abraham, listen. Don't you harm a hair on Isaac. Don't you, don't you touch him. Don't you do nothing. Un unbound him and everything else. So Abraham, now he's joyful. He's like, oh, yes. So they look over to the side, and there's a ram in, in a bush, right? Listen to this part right here. The ram is stuck in a bush. The bush is Satan. Satan has transformed himself into a bush. 
to hide the ram out of the sight of Abraham and, and Isaac. So the whole time, they not understanding that Yahuwah had already sent the ram for them to sacrifice. But because Satan wanted Isaac and Abraham to go against Yahuwah, he caught the ram in a bush, which was himself. But when Yahuwah came, Abraham basically took the, the ram out of the bush. So, let's get that part together real quick. Just to let y'all know, listen to this part. When Yahuwah has something for you, Satan will do any and everything he can to test you. To make sure, if you for Yahuwah, you for Yahuwah. If you, if you got any bit of anything else in you, you go fall. He will put them stumbling blocks, and he is the stumbling blocks. But! Listen to me. With Yahuwah, you don't worry about that. Because as long as you trusting and believing in Yahuwah and you giving Yahuwah his fullness, which means you understand the compassion that Yahuwah has for you. Which you understand when Yahuwah sees that you are for him, Yahuwah will not, will not require that which you love the most. Behind him. Did you hear that key word? The key word was behind him. That means you love Yahuwah to the max. Yahuwah has to come first. Satan is going to work his butt off to make sure that you will fall at the wayside. But because of who you are, because of what you do, because of who you serve, if you serve him the correct way, you got to understand, when Abraham heard them words, don't sacrifice him, don't you touch him, that had to have been the best words in the world. The best, listen to me, think about them words. Think about what he was about to do because he was, he was that dedicated and faithful. He wasn't out there showing the world his, his, his this and his that. He, he, he cared about proving and, and showing Yahuwah that he loved him first. Right? So the sacrifice went from being his son, being approved sacrifice, to having the ram to be a sacrifice in the place of his son. Ain't that something? Now listen to this old wicked ending part. Now this part right here, I don't think y'all understand how sad this story is. How strong Abraham had to be. Abraham had to be so strong and you not understanding me. When I say strong, he had to have been a strong man. So, Satan appeared to Sarah as an old man once again. Went to the tent and he lied to Sarah and told Sarah that Abraham had basically killed Isaac. <laughs> Satan knew that Isaac was not dead. He knew it. But the only way that he could still win, he had to get, he had to, he had to win, right? This is why I say we got to be prayed up. Fellas, ladies, we all have to be prayed up. Which means pray for your spouse. So he tell her this and, and Sarah get a, her nurse, her, her, one of her servants, and 
she get a couple of servants and they they basically they basically leave and they start searching out for Isaac and Abraham. She finally come to uh Hebron and when she finally get there, Satan gets back to her. He he appears to her again. And he basically tells her, um, I lied. Isaac is alive. I know a lot of you would be like, man, that's so that's 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 amazing, right? Listen to this. She was in her old age. And she went from devastated to joyful so fast that the joy turned into a violent joy. And when she heard this, she got so joyful that her, her soul just left. She died. So could you imagine... Being Abraham or Isaac, knowing that you 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 trying to get back home, to the, you trying to get back home to your mother and your wife, and when you get back home, you go searching for her, and while you search for her, they tell you that she go she went looking for you, and when you get to the place where she at, they tell you that you that she's. Mm, mm, mm. Man, I ain't even gonna lie to y'all, man. It, to me, that's, that, that, I tear up. I'm sorry. Um, to understand that you basically left someone in safe hands just to get back to find out that because of a white lie, that person is gone. Moral of the story, stay prayed up, trust. Don't go seeking on your own accordance. Always let Yahuwah, always let Yahuwah lead and establish your footsteps. Because the minute you break, break, how do I put this? The minute you step out and try to do things on your own, it's when you allow Satan to come in. And when Satan comes in... Satan is in to kill, steal, and destroy everything about you. He could come in any form he want. If you are not prayed up and you are not declining his inquiries, he could come when he want, how he want, who he wants. And you will never know it until it's too late. So stay prayed up, no matter what you do, continue rebuking, continue to stay prayed up, continue to learn, always understand the true meaning of love, compassion, understanding, discernment, and knowledge. Understand, get it, because if you don't, you out here in this world and you're worried about the world, you're worried about how these heathens doing this and doing that, trust me, you're already lost. Put your trust and your faith where it needs to be. Stay prayed up. Leave to Yahuwah.
with that being said, we're going to say Shalom. And the next time we come on, we're going to be reading the four chapters. Alright, Shalom. I do come to you first and foremost asking that you rebuke, bind, counsel, cast away, and destroy all the forms and assignments, attacks, and inquiries from the wicked one, Satan, and his agents. I ask that you be with my wife, continue to protect Shantae, continue to be over Shantae and watch her, as well as my two children, Eden and Easton. Be with myself, be with D, Yahuwah, I'm asking that you just just continue to watch over us. The stumbling blocks that Satan has put out in front of us, I rebuke them in the name of Yahusha, and I ask that you rebuke them and remove them. I ask that you step in and you completely do this. Yahuwah, be with us, complete us. Touch us and help us. Fill us with discernment, knowledge, and understanding. Fill us with your root, Kapadush. And purge us of all wickedness. In the name of Yahushua, we say through that. All you, Yahuwah. Barakata Yahuwah. Barakata Yahusha. So be it. Affirmative. I do not own the rights to this song. It's just a beautiful song. Shalom, shalom, shalom. How y'all doing, Anchor? This is Mr. Yasser Yahuda Brian. Today's topic is going to be about Abraham, or Abraham, and Yashikat, or Isaac, <clears throat> as well as Ishmael. It's time to shine light on that whole story. What do I mean by shining light? I mean, literally, it's time... It's time It's time Okay, so the first 
We gotta we gotta really shine light on Abraham or Abraham and really understand how things were predestined to be predestinated, right? See, through religion and church, all you know that Abraham was the father of many nations. Right? That's all you know. You don't know anything else about him. Um, you know, he was a good person, you know, stuff like that. Um, do you know he was black? Do you know he was a Negro? Um, if you didn't, well, yes, he was a Negro. Um, his son, Ishmael, he was a Negro and Egyptian. Um, so let's get into this. We're going to read bits and pieces in the, in, in the book of Joshua. We've got to understand who Abraham was. How everything was predestinated. Right? Then once we get there, we're going to come and do a little, some more on Ishmael as well as Isaac. So let's go back. To chapter 8 of the book of Jasher. We just going to read a little bit of pieces out of this. Because this, this is something I feel everyone should know. Okay, so in the book of Jasher, chapter 8, we learned that Abraham, or Abraham, was born, Right? That night, when he was born, King Nimrod and his conjurers came and they ate and drank um, in the house of Terah, or basically Abraham's dad, right? Okay, so we learned that Nimrod and Nimrod ate, came and, you know, Ate with Nimrod, not Nimrod, but Terah, um, when Abraham was born. Something we did not learn in the Bible. That's cool, because now we're learning it. You go down a little bit further, you learn that when the wise men and the conjurers or the sages stepped outside that night, that when they looked up in the stars, they saw one great star coming from the east at exceedingly speeds. There was other there was four great stars in the sky in each corner of the heavens and this one great star speedily consumed all four of those stars right We learned that the next morning take that from her We learned that that next morning we learned that that next morning the stages basically told each other um, basically, they, they, they contemplated, should we tell king, the king about what we, what, what we saw? But if we don't tell him, the punishment is death and we choose not to die. So they went and they told the king, right? When they told the king, they told the king, let me, let me read this part right here.
Give me a second, I'm sorry. Alright, so check this out. This is verse 11. Listen to this. And your servants were astonished at the sight which we saw and were greatly terrified. And made and we made our judgment upon the sight and knew by our wisdom the proper inter interpretation thereof. That these things apply to the child that is born to Terah, who, who will grow up and multiply greatly. <clears throat> So it was foretold <coughs> the night of his birth and the next day that he would be a father of multiple. He would be multiplied greatly, right? Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Boom, boom. Um, greatly and become powerful and kill all the kings of the earth and inherit all their lands, he and his seed forever. And now are our chief. And king, behold, we have truly acquainted you with what we have seen concerning this child. If it seems good to the king to give his favor, his father value for his for this child, we will slay him before he he shall grow up and increase in land, and his evil increase his and his evil increase against us. So, mind you. They call what 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 his his destiny evil, right? That's the first thing you gotta think about. So you mean to tell me it's evil because it goes against us? Is it really evil though, or is it just because it's going against us, right? Because it was going against them, it was an evil act, right? So they asked the king, if you pay his father, we would slay we could slay his child. The king was he was like, okay, you know what? Send for Terah, bring him here. When Terah came, he basically told him. Um, how do I put this? He basically told him, your child, I give you silver and gold for your child. Bring him so I can slay him. And Tara was like, wait, 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 what? You know what I'm saying? And he was listening, he was listening, and then Tara was like, you know, um, the horse you gave me last night, somebody offered me silver and gold for that too. Uh, I think I, I'd rather do that, but... The king got angry, and he, he basically said, what do you need with silver and gold? What, silver, what, what is silver and gold going to do you? Right? Let's get to that part. And the king said to Terah, I have been told that a son was born yesterday, yesterday night, born to you, and after this manner... Uh, was observed in the Shamayim or the heaven at his birth. And now, therefore, give me the child that we may slay him before his evil springs up against us. Wow. I will give you for his value your house, your house full of silver and gold. And Terah answered the king and said to him, my, my, my chief and king, I have heard your words, and your servants shall do all the things the king desires. But my chief and king, I will tell you what happened to me yesterday, that I may see what advice the king will give his servant, and then I will answer the king upon what he has just spoken. And the king said, speak. And Terah said to the king, uh, Ayun, son of Murad, came to me yesterday night, saying, Give unto me the great 
and beautiful horse that the king gave you, and I will give you silver and gold and straw and um, provender for your value. And I said to him, Wait till I see the king concerning the words, and behold, whatsoever the king say, that will I do. And now, my, 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 my chief and king, behold, I have made these things known to you, and the advice which my king will give unto the servant, that will I follow. Listen to this, y'all. And the king heard the words of Tariah, and his anger was kindled. And he considered him in the light of a fool. So you mean to tell me now he's considering? Because if, if, if you want to be frank, Tariah wasn't going to sell a horse. He wasn't even thinking about selling a horse. The king gave me this. He's happy, right? Now you're talking about slaying his son. So he was like, let me think. Let me, you know what? Last night, dude was talking about giving me silver and gold for that horse you gave me last night. And you talking about slaying my son. You know what I'm saying? So, so Nimrod, was he, was he was heated. Like, what? Nah. Right? And he considered him lightly as a fool. And the king answered Terah and said to him, Are you silly, ignorant, and deficient in understanding to do this thing, to give your, your, your beautiful horse? Hold on. To give your beautiful horse for silver and gold, or even for straw and pro provident? Are you so short of silver and gold that you should do this thing because you cannot obtain straw and prevent it to feed your horse? Do y'all hear this? So you you mean to tell me that that horse you gave me last night? Life is it's more important than my child. I know that's what Tara was thinking. I know he was thinking to himself, like, this fool gotta be crazy. And you go call me ignorant, you go, you go belittle me. Because I put my child? Are you serious? So, let's sum this up real quick. Like I said, we uh, I'm trying to get this done. Uh, um, hopefully we don't have a, I'm not doing this all night, you know. Um, so, let's, let's, let's finish reading this. Obtain straw and providence to feed your horse. And what is silver and gold to you, or straw or prop vendor, that you should give away the fine horse which I which I gave you, like which there is none to be had on the whole earth? And the king left off speaking, and Terod answered the king, saying, saying, Like unto this has the king spoken to his servant, I beseech you, my chief and king. What is this which you did say unto me, saying, Give your son that we may slay him, and I will give you silver and gold for his value. What shall I do with silver and gold after the death of my son? Who shall inherit me? Surely, then at my death the silver and gold will return to the king who gave it. So Terah basically said, Hold on, hold on, stop. So you mean to tell me, I'm supposed to look over the silver and gold that he's giving me for a horse? The horse ain't even going to die. He just wants the horse. You're trying to take my son? So what is this? You, you speaking to me like I'm a fool. You, you going to tell me to give you my son? When I die the gold that you gave me, you might as well not even give it to me because it's coming back to you. Right? So, basically... Terah basically made he 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 basically played his case and he got he, he basically played for three days to uh to speak with his family and everything. Right? The third day, uh Nimrod sent for Terah. Terah took 
Let's get to that part right there. <laughs> Hold on, give me a second. Okay, verse 32. And it was the third day that the king sent to Terah, saying, Send me your son for a price, as I spoke to you. And should you not do this, I will sin and slay all you, all you have in your house, so that you shall not even have a dog remaining. So, first off, in the beginning, you didn't tell me I had to give him to you. You didn't tell me none of that. You didn't tell me I command you to give him to me. You didn't tell me this is mandatory. You just asked me to sell my son to you for a price. Now you're telling me to give him to you or you're going to kill everything I got and make, make sure nothing remains. Right? So, watch this part here. This is messed up. And Terah hastened. As the thing was urged from the king, and he took a child from one of his servants, which his handmaid had borne to him that day. So he didn't take his son Abram or Abraham. He took one of the servants' child, child, child that was born to him. Y'all gotta understand another thing, ladies. Remember this: in those days, that man probably had multiple wives. The only difference between the wives was they was handmaids, right? That means the wife, his, his original maid wife was over these women. Keep going. Hey, sin, uh, born him that day. And Terah brought the child to the king and received value for him. So he basically, that's messed up. He basically gave another child for a uh, profit. And Yahuwah was with Terah in the, in the matter that Nimrod might not cause Abraham's death. And, and the king took the child, listen to this y'all, from Terah and with all his might smashed his head to the ground. For he thought it had been Abraham. And this was concern, concealed from him from the day from that day and it was forgotten by king as it was and as it was the will of province not to suffer Abram's death. So y'all y'all gotta understand <clears throat> first time I really just got into this I learned that Abraham first and foremost was not a child when he was doing the stuff he was doing in his father's house. When he broke those statues and he told his father uh, if they if they are live if they are your if they are your your your, your mighty ones, you could just pray to them and let them let them heal themselves. He was bringing them food and stuff to see if they would eat. He would sit there and watch, and nothing would happen. And his father kept telling him, you know, basically they don't eat, they don't breathe. And Abraham basically said, then why do you pray to something that has no power? Abraham went to Nimrod because you know Terah was a faithful servant. Went to Nimrod, and he basically. Uh, told Nimrod, my son is disobedient. You know, in biblical days when your son was disobedient and everything, you took him somewhere to be um, basically stoned. Well, Terah told the king, like, my child has been disobedient, blah, 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 blah. Well, Nimrod says, bring the child to me. When he got there, when Abraham got there, Abraham asked, the, he asked him about the statues, 
And Nimrod said something. Abraham completely went off on him. Are you basically asked him the same thing Nimrod said about his dad? He basically told him, "Are you stupid? Are you ignorant? Are you foolish to think?" It was it was it was amazing. Point blank period. Abraham was an amazing person while he was on this earth. I, I can't even explain it how amazing he was. We only hear the stories about what he went through with, you know, in, in, in the land of Canaan and, and, and what he went through with uh, Sarai and, and all of such stuff. We never hear the actual stories about what actually happened, right? He was ordained from birth. He was destinated from birth. He was already from birth. He was already destinated to be the father of many lands. It was just the fact of him growing up, Yahuwah had to make sure and he found out real quick, he had no fear in him. Abraham was that man. He was, he was, he was, that's, he was our forefather. Right? Now we're learning that Abraham, we just reading this, Yahuwah had his hand on him the whole time, from, from birth all the way up. Right? Okay, let's move on now. 22. Okay. Now, see, we learned that... When Isaac was born, Ishmael had to be sent off. He was sent off because they say he was, he was kind of evil towards Isaac. Well, let's get this straight. Ishmael came. Listen to this. 22. Ishmael then rose up and took his woman and his children and his cattle and all belonging to him. And he journeyed from there and went to his father in the land of the Philistines. And Abraham related to Yahishmael, uh, ya uh, his son, the transaction with the first woman that Yahishmael or uh, Ishmael took according to what she did. And Ishmael and his children dwelt in Abram's, with Abram many days in that land. And Abram dwelt in the land of the Philistines a long time. So, now we're learning that when Ishmael was older, he returned, right? He returned back home to his father and dwelt with his father, right? Now, it gets interesting. Chapter 23. Now we're going to learn that Isaac was not a 12-year-old boy that the church uh, preaches to us. He was a 37-year-old man. Biblically, that's still a child. He's still a young. He's still a, a child. Right? Where we get? Where we get? Where we get? So. Give me a second. All right. So my bad. It's still in, in chapter 22. But we learned that Ishmael. Um. Let's see. Uh, we're going to go to verse 40. And Isaac, the son of Abraham, or Abram, was grown up in those days. And Abraham, Abraham, his father taught him the way of Yahuwah to know Yahuwah. And Yahuwah was with him. And when uh, uh, Isaac was 37 years old, uh, Ishmael, his brother, was going to be with him in the tent. 
going about with him in a tent. And Ishmael boasted of himself to Isaac, saying, I was 13 years old when Yahuwah spoke to my father, to circumcise us. And I did according to the word of Yahuwah, which he spoke. To my father I gave my soul unto Yahuwah, and did not. And I did not transgress his word which he commanded my father. And Isaac answered Ishmael. And where we at? Where we at? Sorry, y'all. I answered Ishmael saying, Why do you boast to me about this? About a little. So, we got Ishmael basically boasting about, basically boasting about how he was so such and such and old and he gave, and, and Isaac, Isaac was basically like, you know what, listen to this, boasting about this little bit of your flesh, which you did take from your body, concerning which Yahuwah commanded you, as Yahuwah lives. That the Alua of my father Abraham. If Yahuwah should say unto my father, Take now your son Isaac and bring him up to up an offering before me, I would not refrain, but I would be joyful, exceed to do it. So Isaac basically gave an ideal, right? To if you was to tell my father to, and he wasn't talking, he wasn't think, you know what I'm saying? He was just talking. Um, he meant what he said, but he was just talking. And all right, so this is how we go do this. We go break this into two parts. We go. To be, be, to be continued this. Stick around. Be prepared. Because this is some juicy information. So with that being said. Mr. Yasharal Yahuda Brown. I am out. Shalom. I'm out of air, bro.